Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fallout Podcast, episode 100. They said it would never happen. Quadruple figures. Unbelievable. Joined, as always, by uh, our crew. But tonight, we have a bigger crew than ever. Stars of stage and screen and parts of the world you might not want to go to. You could say all four corners of the earth. Bill, how how are you doing? I'm in fine feckle, mate. I'm really looking forward to uh, watching you corral and herd the cats this evening. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I have no idea how it's going to work. Alistair, how are you? Double digits. Unbelievable. Alistair, how are you doing? Double figures, yay! Welcome to heaven. Nice. Ezra, you're on board, back out of the woods for some more madness. Hi, it's minus eight and I'm drinking cold beer in an unheated room. I'm joined by all friends of the show, Steve, Church of the Fall, how are you doing? Uh, bless you, morning in football. Yeah, not bad, uh, a bit stressed because I'm, I'm doing... St- Might as well plug this because there's literally dozens of people listening to... Well, Almost as many as are in the room. Yeah, yeah almost. I'm doing... Um, a new stand-up show on the 15th of February in Leicester, Leicester Comedy Festival called Oh Jeremy oh. Corbyn. So and I haven't quite finished exactly writing it, preparing it yet. But anyway, Ages I'm in the love life. of the fall now. Mark nice. e. Smith wouldn't worry, would he? He'd just no, rock up. Not and, at all. It's, June, it's six, six years gone. Rest in peace, yeah. Mark. And um, yeah. we've got Spen back, for, who joined us last week, which was delightful. And now he's back for the big one. How are you doing, Spencer? I'm all right. Sorry for gate crashing last week, but uh, it was a pleasant gate crash. I hope. And, uh, oh, I'm all right. A bit hungover today. I was I was gigging last night, so I'm knack. A I'm knackering, and B I'm a bit hungover. Gig tonight, so nice. Yeah, happy days. Yeah, good gun roll. Rock. Uh, it's more. It's more roll than rock these days. Oh, well, well. <laughs> Joined uh, by Danny. No, he's. I think you. You've been on more than anyone else. Been on more than me. Yeah. The hun- Guru. 100 episodes. I, I never thought I'd see the day. Unbelievable. We've run out of stuff at about 20 episodes as well. It's like we'd be just basically trawling <laughs> through your blogs for any scraps that we can we can make an episode out of. How many times will you will you have had to talk about every song by the time you get to the end of this? It's now starting to dawn on me that it, it's increasingly becoming a, a worse and worse idea. Didn't I say right at the beginning, you've gone about this all wrong? You're very right. And you were but, right. Just men of a certain age you got to do. You know what I mean? Certain age. And soon, you know, uh, great taste in music. What else are you going to do except talk about the fall? Nothing. I right. joined happily joined by Leon. Leon Jumblesale, how are you doing, Leon? Hello, all the full Potters and Stephen and Danny. Um, yeah, was involved in a reggae dub night last night, so a little bit worse for wear this morning. So, but I'll behave myself. You can be guaranteed of that. It's Glad uh, to have you on board. Paul Cannon's robust enough to talk about infinitely, so you know yeah. there, there's no problem with a hundred plus. Shows. That's the spirit. Um, and if we can keep this to under four hours, that that would be a miracle in and of itself. I think so. And uh, and finally, for uh, uh, people in the room, we've got Max, who's um, I just finished listening to that fantastic mix you did of. Uh, fall dance rave stuff thank you very much how, how are you um i feel okay but my voice is a bit uh croaky yeah sound like my my great aunt ivy he used to <laughs> smoke 60 a day well, we're coming you... for every single album. You can do hand signals if uh, your voice gives out. So the way we're going to do this is uh, we've got five levels of tier from <clears throat> Renegade Genius, then Fantastic Life, Passable in the middle. There is mad and there is bad and there is sad. 
down there in fourth and the rest are paced at the bottom. Thankfully, I, I had the Danny's flickering lexicon concordance to uh, look for some of these things. So once again, your uh, service has uh, been invaluable. So what we will do is I will pick out two people who will get a first stab to either agree or disagree on where an album should go. And then everybody else can feel free to jump in should they want to. I do want to say on a slightly more serious note before we get on, uh, thoughts and prayers going out to Steve, uh, Steve Hanley at this time. So um, our thoughts are with you, Steve. So what we'll do is I'll pick an album at random, I'll throw it up there, I'll put through names and we'll see first. So the first one is going to be Shift Work and we've got Spencer going up against or with Danny. So the two of you, you get a chance, you can agree or disagree on this, but where would you put Shift Work in those five levels? Well, for me, it's not one of the stronger albums. It's okay. The problem for me with this, when I was listening to it at the beginning... It was one of them albums I kind of liked a bit. And if, if I like a, a few songs early doors, it's going to work in with me after about two days. And that's kind of what happened with this. It was, it was nice at the time. Pittsfield Directs and things like that. Yeah. Right. Where are you going to put it, Spen? Which level? I'll put it in, uh, I'll probably put that in Passable. Okay. Danny, counter that yeah. or agree? No, I kind of agree with that. I, it was one I really liked at the time. I do remember Um Looking at the list of songs, there's some really good stuff there. It's got Edinburgh Man on it, which you know, I it was I, I remember hearing that and thinking, well, that's that's a bit different and all of that, you know, at the time. Um, but um, it, it's kind of um, yeah, passable. It's still good, but in terms of the total body of work, I'd put it at passable. Yeah, anyone else feel free, feel free to jump in on that. Um, we got putting it at passable. I'm going to jump in. Okay. I am going to jump in here, and I'm going to say this is this is a dreadful album. This is this is not a this is not passable at all. And I'm going to use four words to prove my point. Uh, the the book, book of lies. <laughs> That's not enough to damn the album, is, Philip. No, 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 no. This is it's mediocre production. Uh, it's it's phoned in songs. I I think this should be well lower. <laughs> I'd like to chip. I'd like to chip in as well. Go I think it's, it. it's kind of like four-tier stuff. This like it's like there is some quality there, but it's the it's the major label stuff. Where I, it was a time where I, I loved the fall, but they were just putting out these albums that I thought were like crap, and it was it was really disappointing. Well yeah. said. Well said, oh, well. that man. No, no, it, it was just a different form. It was like I think it was a time when they were struggling. Um, but there Maybe. you go. I'd agree with that. The writing's not good. The one I most listen now is Sinister Waltz because of its weirdness. Other than that, it's kind of like it's an album full of filler, isn't it? Uh well, let's see. What does Stephen think? Well, I'm sitting here in my uh, church of the fall vestments, so obviously I'm a bit a uh, bit biased here. But like, I just like to say, paste or whatever you're going to put this in. That's still above most of Ollie Mersey's albums. You know, we got a, it's relative paste, is what I'm saying. It's passable. Paste is the bottom level. We're not saying passable. it's that. Oh, Put it in the middle. Idiot Joe Showland, a fantastic satire on on the man- derivative Manchester Manchester seed. Your flappy kecks can are your competitive plagiarism. What a great line that was. You know what I mean? Can I put a word in for shift work? It's one of my favourites. I on. think some of that is because when I heard it, 
I was, you know, young. It was one of the first ones I got into at the time it came out. And that's obviously skewed my perception. I think the band play really well on it. It's a stripped back full. It's reflective, mature, funny lyrics, great musicianship. There's no massive standout tracks. I think it's just sort of solid. The full wit, they're most disciplined and just song-like structures. Yeah, he was probably at the height of his uh, alcohol issues as well then, possibly. I don't know. He didn't look so good, did he? What about a lot of wind? He's hilarious. Carry I'm on. keeping it possible. I've, I've got to disagree. This is a great album. It's one of the last ones I listened to, and I think it's the gem of their AOR adult-oriented rock phase. They sound like the Lighthouse family on it. And if you want to, like, you know, I think that's just fantastic. Yes. I mean, Brilliant. what other fucking underground band has made an AOR album like this? I think it's a wonderful it's, piece of work. Anybody from the Lighthouse family is listening to this, though. They'll be, the chest will be swelling. You know what I mean? Indeed. And I'm putting Ezra up against Phil, and we got Fall Heads Roll. Ooh, Fall Heads Roll, it's a it's a decent album. It's got tons of great energy about it, hasn't it? And, uh, but it's just... Uh, it, I'm going to say it, it's got a, It's just got... It stinks of the pub. It's a pub rock album, really. It's basically a very, very good status quo album for my <laughs> oh, money. Oh, I like... There's, so, there's some decent stuff on it. There's some great stuff on it, but, I mean, I can hear the grass grow. Come on. Not the best cover. Not the best cover they did, no. Have a word. Ezra, where are you putting it? I'm curious as to why anything that stinks of the pub is a bad thing. You know, I, I love stinking of pubs. Um, Makes us all feel I think good. It, I think this is a great record. I mean, a lot of people, uh, with this incarnation of, of the group, it's Country on the Click, which is the one that's heralded as, you know, one of the best of the late period. But I'm... Danny, between... I'll let you speak on the mid-period issue soon. I know it surrounds you up. I'm always conflicted between this and Country on the Click. With this incarnation of the group, I think they're both excellent, excellent records. Uh, and of course, this has got blindness on it. So, you know. Noted. Danny, mid period, late period. Well, it's not late period, is it? It's mid, it's, it's in the middle of their output. For heaven's sake, let's get this right. It is number 24 of 31, though, so depends how we're, we're counting it. But yes, in terms of chronology, it's it's closer to the middle. Well, if you're talking periods, you are talking chronology, aren't you? I mean, that's... I, I guess so. Where are we putting it, though, gentlemen? I'm going to put this definitely in the bottom half. It has got Aspen on it, though, which is beautiful. So I'm going to say there is mad, and there is bad, and there is sad. Oh, oh that's pretty low. Where are you putting it, Ezra? Fantastic life for me, at least. Anyone want to chip in which way you should go? For me, Max? it's like, it's half filler and half killer, but the killer is like really, really good. Yeah. So it should be it should be above the middle. It's above any. So there's not that much filler, is it? Sure. I mean, like, you know, as you say, uh, Midnight Aspen's a work of art, is it not? It's beautiful and uh, not the greatest cover. I can hear the grass grow, but, you know, some banging, as you say, banging pub sort of, Angers, you know what I mean? Is trust in me unique in being the only full song that doesn't have Marky Smith? Uh, well, no. Eleni does a couple, no. right? Uh, yeah. But to have somebody who's not in the fall singing on it or a ball, it might be, it might be. I don't, Danny, is it? Uh, possibly, but um, I don't know. I've, I've, I've not done my detailed research into that. Isn't there a, a song with um, birthday? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, yeah, something like that, isn't it? There's yeah. another Obviously, story Rick. song as well, isn't there? About this car sale or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, and also Portugal <laughs> listening to. So and Billy, that was with a member of the Falls singing, wasn't it? So, yeah. yeah, it was. 
So non-fall members. Anyway, I'm tempted to put up a fantastic life just to annoy Phil, but also the room seems to suggest that it's much higher than than where he would put it. And uh, what does he know? So next up, that would bring us to Remit. I know that uh, if Steve Pringle falling fives were here, he would argue very strongly for this being a late era classic. But we've got Alistair and Steve get to decide where remit goes alistair where are you putting remit in this i think it's it's below heads role it's, it's an okay lp i think it's better than shift work yeah pre pre mdma years hittite man kinder of spine we've we've given all of those lots of love. There. i mean the hittite man's absolutely fucking brilliant yeah it's got a lot of sludge for me mid mid stuff irish jam song lodestones steve remit if, where would you put it if my namesake steve pringle says it's really good i'll definitely give it a relook. some fall thing in cork limerick yeah load of academics you know universities paying him to talk about the fall well done good gig um so and this lad he, he did a talk specifically about this album and it's massively underrated I'll have to find it out. But yeah, I mean, I've got happy memories because I took Jack to see the fall at uh, the Royal Exchange because the fall were, of course, art as well as banging tunes. The Royal Exchange are doing a series of sort of iconic bands on a Sunday night. And uh, I remember him playing Hittite Man and uh, it was great in the, in, in the theatre in the round of the Royal Exchange. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, Lodestones, I mean, I know, but it's just some good heavy rock. I think I've got mates who actually who are into um, what they're called, Number of the Beast, Iron Maiden. I just can't get Iron Maiden. I keep trying to convince me but i think they'd like lodestones it's a, it's a good bit of heavy metal you know yeah, yeah. william ray's a great sort of pop tune is indeed give me a level come on passable fantastic life mad bad sad what's the top one bottom one sorry oh, renegade uh, genius i'll call it a fantastic life now oh just just so that's just on the basis steve bringle i want to give it a listen again so I shall defer to him. Anyone want to counter that <laughs> Remit is in the second tier of Fall albums? It's well, too much sad for me. Max? And it belongs in Mad Bad Sad, definitely. For me, yeah, I agree with that. I think how long was he at it at this point? You know what I mean? We're talking 2000, 2007, 13th of May, indeed. 2013, he says All on right. my computer. I mean, he's been at it for years. You've got you to gotta say, you know, who's producing sort of I'm anything torn, much different. I'm but I'm going to let it pass with Fantastic Life. Quite right, too. Absolute yeah, madness. We'll do a couple more and then I'll detour into some of the people who've sent in kind words and etc. Let's go for next for wonderful and frightening. And is that me and Spen, I think. Uh, I'm losing my, my... I knew this was a bad idea already. Me and Spencer. Spencer. Incidentally, that's Canada dry. It's not a bottle of wine. <laughs> right. More fool you. I know. Or is it wine in a Canada dry bottle? It's 11 o'clock. The pubs are opening in Britain. They've been open. $500 bottle of Canada dry. Yeah, it's wonderful and frightening. It's surely this is an easy one, Sven. Where are you putting it? That is great. It's mega. It's right at the top. I love it. Fantastic writing, fantastic playing, creepy and weird, fabulous. Yeah. So I'd put that as... Um, Renegade Genius. Yeah, that one. Love it. I'm torn between whether it's quite that level, but it's definitely head and shoulders above Remy, which play the <laughs> land. Um, Good job, Steve. Pringle's not here. Yeah. <laughs> Craigness, Disney's Dream Debase. Booked there. Lay of the land is wonderful. The Home Mitch. Secretary had a weird look. Tiles drip from its roof. Beautiful yeah. lyric, Beautiful. Lay of the Land. Fantastic. I am going to put it in Renegade Genius. Anybody want to add or can uh, add? Uh, Yeah, I've, I've got, to, uh, got to agree with that. Yes, it's great, great line, not great tunes. It was the first full album I ever heard, I think. Not, not 
when it was released, a little bit after, but so I always regarded it fondly. But there's some great stuff on there, and it's well written songs as well. Yeah, and a, a nice range, and it. Handlish gunman in the prime, you know. Absolutely, yeah. and Bricks is on board. Yeah, it gives you the pop yeah. edge here and there, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't think there'll be many people arguing. In fact, a few people on the on Facebook this week were saying that this was their top, especially if you count that escape route version, the cassette version. That's a few a slightly different track listing. Alrighty, one more. We got middle class revolt pip you're back up against danny with danny against four middle class revolt i know Pip's well, got a soft spot for this haven't you yeah this this is a bit of a nostalgia one for me but i i appreciate the fact that it's it's not a favorite album for a lot, a lot of people but i think we've done a good job of actually presenting a fur showing for this during the during the pod i think we've been pretty honest about how good the songs are and it just suffers a little bit because it's it, it's a bit mushy the production on it isn't it it depends what we're making our mind up on doesn't it are we t- are we talking about it as a finished product or are we talking about our enjoyment of it because i think this for me is probably passable it's passable i think the songs there's some lovely songs on it and you've got to get into its sound it's a bit like dragnet but in like the opposite end of the polarity isn't it so yeah i'm gonna i'll play the three i'll, I'll put All it right, in the passable. middle i mean what behind the counter reckoning dean ways well i mean hey student i i played uh on the the second straight or cafe gig i think we opened up with hey student uh, or a version of yeah. it and uh i love junk man i know it's not a favorite one and it's it's, it's got its own humour about it, hasn't it, as well? With like a $500 bottle of wine and it's all that It's one of my favourites. Danny, where, where are you putting it in the ranking? Yeah, I, I think probably around passable. It's that period for me where sometimes get called the decline of Scanlon, doesn't it? Where he's not writing in the way he was before. He's writing differently and it, it's, it's not quite the same. But some of those songs are really crunchy songs. I think I'd agree the production's not fantastic, but so you know, M five in particular is probably the standout one there for me. Hey student rocks along there there's, there's there's some good stuff crunchy is definitely the word it, there's a bit of a metallic edge to a lot of it i think i don't mean metallic like heavy metal metallic almost a digital kind of yeah, um, yeah. we were going on about reckoning last week and that is beautiful and yeah for its late period for craig but stand out for me in, in his whole career possibly i'll save me energy for, for later battles in in this friendly war but uh, i'll, I'll settled for passable but you got to say i mean some great i mean 15 ways like the riposte to paul simon's 15 ways to leave your lover very clever middle class revolt i'll stop plugging myself in a bit but i'm hoping to do church of the fall again sometime somewhere later this year and class features quite heavily in church of the fall so uh, i love that song every everything you want is everything you see in middle class revolt being a like council flat kid with a chip on my shoulder i love that song and that line well settle for passable I'll can't settle. argue with that there's some standouts but i think i will go with a, a mid mid tier i'm just going to take a little bit of a detour we've had a few people writing uh so bob and hiram who do the puritans guide to the fall which is really great and somewhat less known than obviously the big ones like oh brother and all of those other well-known podcasts <laughs> danny you've done you've been on the puritans right i think i've been on them all yeah. yeah i've been, I've been on that a couple of times i think yeah yeah they're really yeah. nice chaps we yeah, have they are. each episode is about one song which is really cool to dig into the personal take on each song so they've, they've said nothing too shocking in their favourite list. Hex perverted this nation's saving grace, wonderful and frightening. In the 90s, favourite meant most listened to. It was probably the B-sides, but that's kind of cheating. As for least favourite, they run from shift work to middle class revolt and rarely get much play from me. Songs I really enjoy, but as albums, they don't. 
hold up. Ah, well, let's move on and let's do your future, our clutter. And that would be Ezra against Steve. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad I got this one because I might cry. Um, I didn't really get into the fall till about, it was around Imperial Wax Solvent, to be honest. I had photos taken by Mike Pol- Michael Pollock from Actors Shots, who did obviously the cover with Klaus Kaskin, George's um, This Nation Saving Grace. And he, he started talking about the fall and I got into the fall. So just mind when I'm in, around this period, sadly, I missed cross 70, God knows. I did work it out for the show. Probably about 60 odd percent of the fall. I just think this is, uh, who's projecting? something as good as this over 30 years into the into the game no, nobody I mean mate who's big into um, Gary Morris Rowe if you're listening he's big into Iron Maiden amongst other things and I'm, I took him his only fall gig we saw a very quiet gig in Manchester at the uh, Ritz one Sunday afternoon one of them small festivals that not many people turned up to and he said it was the best intro of a song he'd ever heard right he can drum he's a drummer and his brother is um, so he knows he's drumming I don't think he ever quite got properly into the faith or I'll keep trying the start of that song the start of our album you know where are you putting it Steve I'm going to have to put it in I'll put it in Fantastic Life I suppose I've got a I've got a can't put too many in Renegade Genius Leon but where are you putting it I do think it's the best of that last run of albums which I don't think is an unusual it's not an unusual view I like it's got a uniform feel to the whole album running themes running throughout like hospitals and uh, you know sickness uh, so it gives it a quite kind of you know it's got unexpected choices made on it which sort of lift it beyond normal garage rock so similarly like to what they did on country on the click the mix of electronics and garage rock and esoteric subject matter just lift it up to a sort of higher tier of full album i think so for me it's their late period masterpiece probably doesn't reach the heights of their earlier masterpieces perhaps just because that garage rock is Garage rock as opposed to, you know, next tier stuff. But uh, I would definitely put it, I prefer it to Full Heads Roll and Remit, definitely. Okay, let's pick it up there in Fantastic Life. I can't really shake at this point the fact that to me, the theme, the connection between them all is great, but the songs to me sound very, very similar. And now after spending hours trying to work out whether that was Howard from the Halifax commercials... Kieran Metlin, who said it was, right? Yeah, but it isn't. I don't know who it is, but it's the wrong shaped glasses for Howard from the Halifax advert. If you ever see him pictured with with anything other than round glasses... Uh, Everyone else on the cover is recognisable, though, I think, aren't they? We know know who all the others are. Maybe the mystery will never be solved, but... Maybe um... it's a random picture, you know, like Tad, the grunge band, found a Polaroid in a bin and used it as the photo on there eight-way Santa album and uh, people won the picture ended up finding the album and suing the group the Nirvana baby's <laughs> been suing Nirvana for the last 10 years I think That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's um, a lot of stuff right. on the later albums where it's just from magazines and so on so yeah all right so let's uh, see what else we've got here we got a little album we call This Nation Saving Grace and we got Max and me what do we think Max where, where would you put This Nation Saving Grace it's had very little love in the competition <laughs> so yeah I, I noticed that it's quite wow. this was the first full album I ever heard and so I'm always going to have like a really really special relationship with it I only realised that Steve doesn't play on it probably like 
five years ago, which is like really mental. I probably don't love it as much as I used to. I mean, it's it's either four out of five or five out of five. I probably cooled on it slightly, but you know, it's sort of like an old girlfriend that I'll always have fond memories of. It's very hard not to put <laughs> it up there right at the top, but that doesn't leave us a lot of space for those ones that Brendan, Alistair. Hey, can, I, can I chip in on this one? Right, you said it's not had a lot of love from on the yeah, podcast. I think you particularly said it was terrible. No, I love this one, but I mean, like fucking got the quantifier, LA, spoiled Victorian child. I am Dan Suzuki. You know, fucking brilliant. It's just you lot of ignorant bastards. Dama Suzuki's still in, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, Bobby Victorian Charles were my favourites and they went out. LA, Ezra will never stop talking about how we voted that one out. Yeah, Brendan. Also, I think it's fucking brilliant as well. I would put this right in at the top. If we it's all love this album, why did you put all the songs out? He's called it. You're the one who chose what songs they were going up against. <laughs> I know in my I've got I know in my good conscience what I voted for, That's which was fate, the good Ezra. one. Other people voted for the bad ones, Brendon. All right, we can go and renegade. Only vote for what's good. All is forgiven. I think the the podcast sometimes uh, I think people are swayed by not being too predictable. Um, so it'd be like, oh yeah, let's chuck a layout and keep like this piece of shit in because people weren't expecting that. I don't know what it was up against so often in against something half decent and uh, that's why things like LA went out. Yeah, yeah, so I suppose it's temp- tempting to have a hot peak, isn't it? And you know, put this one bit bang. But I mean the peak peaks of this album, Damo and Gut the Quantifier, etc. Just, you know, they're so great in the public consciousness. This is one of the full albums you sort of is canon, isn't it? You start with it. It's on the best yeah. albums of all time list. There's there's also something about the the sum of its parts being greater. Do you know what I mean? It's like like the middle class revolt thing or Dragnet. It's like when you get into the album, it works as an album. It works oh. as an album in a way that the separate pieces don't really sort of demonstrate the same way. So this was early on in the competition before I started realising that we would put out all our best songs if I didn't at least uh, try and keep them away from each other because it went up against Slate in the first Slate Slags in the first round like in episode four and that's why it went out but it did have a chance to come back in the second chance bag and it didn't have that bit LA there but um, it's a great album I totally agree let us go next to Curious Orange we have Ezra up against Al Al where are you going to put Curious Orange the album it's in between the, the top tier and the, and the second tier for me it's, it's not one of the greatest but it's fucking good you know you've got like Jerusalem on the Big New Prince there's, there's some fucking cars Doggy's life, Doggy's life. Uh, Van Plague. <laughs> Cap it up. That was yeah. a that was B side for me for a, a, a single. But that, we're still debating that one, I think, isn't it? Aren't we? The uh, oh, Deadbeat yeah. Descendant, Cap it up, which is the A side. I don't know. There has to be one. Can't have a double A side. It's not like. Um, but it's a fucking good one, uh, but not not top tier. Right. Ezra, where are you putting Curious Orange? This is a tough one for me. Somewhere between Passable and Fantastic Life. Fantastic yeah. Life, because it's got some very, very strong tracks, some big favourites. Cab it up, curious orange. Bad news girl. Ah, uh, Jerusalem, yeah, Jerusalem. No, not bad news girl so much. But that, that's it. And then on the other hand, you've got bad news girl, windfall CD 2080 AD, which apart from maybe having 
It's definitely maybe in the top five full song titles of all time, but it's probably in the bottom five of actual full tracks of all time, for me anyways. So, yeah, it's a real mixed bag. What the difference? It's- Fantastic Life. Al had it in between the top two, and you've got it up there as well. Yeah, I'd put it one in between first and second. I mean, you got to remember, it's part of a bigger art concept, isn't it? When yeah. I was up in Edinburgh not last year before doing Church at the Fall, I was lucky enough that um, there was a yeah Michael Clark exhibition up at Dundee v so it was only an hour and a bit's drive and obviously there's lots of his stuff they had a room just on this and it, you know it's an art concept as well and it? yeah. not, not just banging yeah. tunes you've got to take it as a whole Fair if, enough. if it needed proving the fuller art this proved it you know indeed all right fantastic life there it goes it's up there chris barrow of wiggins thrown in his opinions as well so he reckons the best are curious orange he reckons the best fall album then perverted by language wonderful danny can't you do it's his opinion you know let's share your head well, I'm opinions immune from opinion. I don't. Uh, <laughs> on this podcast, yeah, yeah, the first person that says something, that's what we all believe, and we just have to go with yeah. it. So, the best album is Curious Orange, then Perverted by Language, Wonderful and Frightening, This Nation Saving Grace, and Fallheads Rolled Out. The worst, according to Chris Barr of Wigan, are Are You a Missing Winner, Friends Experiment, Reformation, Urzatz GB, and then Room to Live, controversially. Is his favorite, his favorite fall tune, just to yeah. remind everyone as well, Systematic Abuse. It is, Chris. Yeah. Right. We'd come back on and we'll do a full hour. Why um, not just do a show on Systematic Abuse? Also? Why not do a whole podcast on it? That's what I, I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah. What we'll do is we'll take a little bit of a break because somehow I misled Phil into... Um, making a whole bunch of notes on some songs. I put together my own version of the best, probably the best, I'd say 12, 13 fall songs. And so just sit back for five minutes, we'll have a bit of a listen. I would say these are objectively the best. So no opinions required from the rest of you on this. Just have a listen. Oh, and here's Ben. Brilliant. Ben Wallace? Is he there? Yes. Yes. Hi, Ben. Hello. We're just Hey, how's it going? Yeah, we're going well. We're about three hours in. We're, we've listened to four oh. albums. We've, um... Oh, you lucky devils. Who is, who is that? Who is that? Well, he's oh, called Brendan. Hello. Now, you're gonna... so, can I... Hello. 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 How's Great it going? to see you, Ben. Gonna listen is to it you. proper rock star? Yeah, we're going to listen to the little children to come on to the fall. We're going to listen to objectively the best fall songs now for about five minutes and then we'll get back in. So go on, go on, Phil. We're not allowed to talk over the music. So I still believe in the R&R dreams. We're not allowed to talk over the music. You can sell, you can talk over these. These are all right. We were early and we were late. You want me to play that again? Yeah. The park. The park. Just been to the park. So what? I love it. Every time you've been on Ben, you've turned it into the karaoke. It's fantastic. It means that we get exclusive Ben Waller cover versions of the fall every time. Living the dream. I want you on every episode. Wow. <laughs> 
You know I'd be there if I could. <laughs> Roll around. Objectively the best fall records of all time. So we had uh, Live of the Witch Trials, the WMC Blob 59, Papal Visit, Dog is Life, and then Crew Filth. Um, Phil, as his customer, I'm coming to you first. What? what well, you what? You must... He did this to me this week, right? I He sent this out as a joke, and he didn't tell me it was a joke. And so I've now, I've got a full show's notes with all these bloody songs on it. So, yes, ha, 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 very funny, Brendan. Let's crack on think? with the show. What's your favourite? <laughs> they were lovely. They were all my favourites. Dog is life. People visit. Classic. Brilliant. It is brilliant. The, the choice is there. A great example of uh, they do the deconstruction thing. They've been doing it from the start to the fucking end. Uh, and I love, like, just deconstruction of music. Beautiful stuff. Full of mistakes. All the mistakes. Can't believe it. All right, let's crack on. Uh, we'll go back to the second half of the objectively best fall records of all time later. But still, let's crack on and uh, see if we can get at least uh, five or six of these uh, on this list. So what we're doing here um, for people who have joined us halfway through the podcast, which you wouldn't do because you listen to podcasts from the start, we're putting these rankings. And um, I'm choosing people at random. So Leon and Ben, I'm going to give you an album and you, I want you to tell me which of these levels, Renegade, Genius, Fantastic Life, Passable, There is Mad, Bad and Sad and the rest are paced. Where would you put it? And we're going to go for an easy one. Are you our missing winner? So Ben hmm. and Leon, what, what ranking would you put? Are you our missing winner? I think my problem with it is that the best track from the era is not on the album which is uh, Wake Up in the City. And there's some terrible music on this album. It's a bit of a room to live job, isn't it? Where everything gets uh, cut back to the bare essence and it's all sort of garagey and unproduced. It seems un completely unmastered. But uh, dude, I, I like that about it. I like that it's rough and ready and like raw and everything. So if I'm in the mood for it, it's a, it's a great record. So I wouldn't put it right at the bottom. I'd put it one up from the bottom. Mad, bad and sad, probably. Yeah, yeah but... Ben, where, where would you put uh, Are You Are Missing Winner? It's a very difficult uh, question because I like it. I put it there in the middle, passable. There we go. Because um, uh, there's lots of uh, albums by The Fall that I don't like at all. And oh. this, this one I really uh, like, but I don't listen to it very often. And, uh, you know, I remember when it came out and um, I felt uh, good about it. Like it was, um, you know, when you say it was a return to form, it was like that for me. 
but I'm not sure if it was really to do with the music or anything like that. I think this title's very good. I really like the title, and yeah, um, yeah and I like that. I like that people hated it as well, and. And that thing with Room to Live, you know, I never really uh, understood that because I just thought that was one of the main albums and it's one of my favourite ones. And then I would read afterwards people saying that it wasn't very well received and people didn't think it was very good and it was patchy. And um, and uh, I like that about Are You Are Missing Winner. Stuff like Crop Have Dust, you... My Ex-Classmates, Kids um, and The Acute, we've, we've loved um done better than this station saving grace it's an album that's grown on me a lot from doing this podcast yeah i wouldn't really have rated it before but it's they've really really grown on me the songs yeah i would rather listen to this album than uh lots of other albums that came out uh after 1989 which is uh, when i uh that's my cutoff year after which i found it difficult to listen to their new albums until levitate and uh, after levitate i liked um, lots of other records but yeah i would say if by the cover we've got renegade genius that's the best album cover they ever did maybe hex induction hour might be a have a bit of a better cover but i just think that cover is pure poetry and genius them fucking tracks are brilliant like and as i was saying earlier about the deconstruction thing like tearing it all apart like it's so hilariously lo-fi my maybe my favorite moment on the album is ibis afro man where you get that sound when you like hold a smartphone too close to like an amp or um something and you get that hideous kind of like weird feedback chittering insect feedback very nice all right it's going impossible i can't really justify it going any higher than that but so let's let's grab extricate next let's have spen and uh steve going up e hmm um chicago now jumps out for me there that's a great sort of doomy sort of song and hillary's again hilarious you gotta billy's dead bit different again bit different again apparently not about his dad about somebody in the pub was it i don't know one of his dad's mates but um i'm frank i managed to get that on uh, on the chain which mcconey and uh radcliffe and mcconey so nice a, grandma's yeah. back yeah i mean it's it's not i've got to save me gunpowder a bit so you know i'd put it sort of i will put it above passable i mean telephone yeah. thing what a great variety you know steve i think it would be telephone thing that that's possibly like the the first example of fall dipping the toe into sort of like dance music and i remember yeah. like you know the uh, manchester international about well when it came out and like hearing it on the fucking sound system there and it was just like whoa the best hitting you in brilliant nice yeah yeah spam this is one of the albums i struggle with this album it's a bit lightweight and not one of my particular favorites if i'm honest but i'm equally conflicted because live those songs were great some of the songs were great i should say not them all but where i would place that i'd put it impassable but i'm tempted to put it a bit lower it's you know i think it's a transitional album and something's changing in the band, something, you know, something's changing in society and the environment, and you can see it in the music. It, for me, it's inconsistent, and I don't really like it that much. But as an album, it's passable. It's got some good stuff on it, but it's got a lot of Bricks-era pop as well inside it for me, you know, a, a bit of a a bit of a legacy from that. 
which I, I'm not a great fan of that stuff either, if I'm honest. But yeah, passable for me, I think. I give you that. I mean, it sounds good. And I think having Bricks has gone and, and, and Martin Brammer's back just for a little while, and that changes the sound. But transitional, I think, going from essentially Friends, Curious Orange into Shift Work, yeah, it's an in between album for me. Just going to say, it's an example, really, that the poppiness didn't stop when Bricks left at all, did it? They actually got poppier after she left. Yeah, in many ways, yeah. Shift work and um, infotainment scan, yeah, in, in a different type of pop for sure. But hmm. um, they didn't lose that that pop edge, and that's the argument that even before she arrived, they had started moving in that direction. That you, you could argue because I look at the track listing and Mark, I think you know, <laughs> deliberately called um, Martin Brahma by his real name, didn't he? Beddington on on the track list. So I'd forgotten for for Martin Brahma, you know, another genius. Um, He's, he's got to go up one, you know, for me. Where he can't be just middling, he's got to be at the second rank. For me, this album sounds like everybody recorded all of the parts separately. I think this album just really, really suffers from that. It's got no soul, it's got no, there's no connection between the musicians. I will give you that there's definitely something missing. It should be higher than possible, but it's not, I think. I yeah. mean, I think, I, I, I love this, but I don't think I can view it entirely objectively because it's kind of where I jumped on, really. But I, I think what's interesting when you look at the whole arc of the albums is the fall are often in opposition to what's going on at time in the culture. But also you can definitely see and they, they engage with it. And with this is sort of a new pop era, post-hip-hop, post-house, the emergence of Manchester music. You can see it all through their catalogue. You know, this nation saving grace is a time of roots music with the Pogues. And Ben Sinister is goth, and you know, wonderful frightening world. The emergence of new pop music in the in the in the sort of eighty four, and the, and throughout the whole career, really, even up to Urzat's GB, where you get like metal and people are into things like Sun, and and they're always engaging, but also in opposition to what's happening in the culture, which is you know really interesting when you look at the work as a whole. I think uh, all the while talking about how shit everything is and how they've got no connection yeah. with extra care. It's it's more interesting than it is enjoyable to listen to, though. Do you know what I mean? It's like I can stroke my chin all day to it, but it's not an mm -hmm. album that I'm going to keep going back to. Yeah. The best one out of the stuff that they did on a major. Oh, well, well, we'll come to that. Next up, me and Max are going to have a look at a little um, lesser known album, Live at the Witch Trials. Max? The Fall had two debuts, didn't they? Um, there's so much great stuff on this. If you consider it as like... The band's first punk album in the sort of still in the heyday of first punk albums. It's an absolute scorcher. Yeah, Fantastic Life for me. I, I'm with you on Fantastic Life. I don't think it's quite up there with the very top tier, but yeah, no Christmas of the Junkies, Industrial Estate, Future the Past Music Scene, just that's an, or a, a debut LP. Yeah, phenomenal. But th there was better to come, not least of all. Remit. <laughs> Anyone else want to chip in on where Witch Trials might be? I think that's yeah. about right, isn't it? It's a great debut album, but it, obviously it would improve after. There's only one thing I struggle with, and I don't like the snare sound. I think it sounds like a tom. It's a bit thick. You know, great drumming, fabulous drumming from Carl Burns, but the snare sound for me, I don't really like. Thumbs on that LP. I, I, I just think they should have like detuned the toms. The, the two sort of like 
Dead Clean, clean aren't they? Perfect. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Great, great album, great, fabulous drumming. It's the snare sound for me, Alistair. I hate the snare sound on that. It's not got that snap of a snare, but that's just, that's just me. It doesn't take that, away from the album. It's <laughs> not a Phil Collins drum sound, though. So <laughs> you're having to talk, innit? Nice. Not quite what we're judging, is it? We're judging them against each other, not against the rest of the world. Aye, indeed. So Michael Lee is uh, our Patreon. He's a mysterious chap. I've invited him to come on a bunch of times, but um, he's not agreed yet but he said there's no pr bad proper fall albums although there's a few stinkers and a glut of shoddy live releases the run of release from 79 to 88 is amazing and after that they were never quite at the same level i think the switch to cds is an important factor um, which I will expand upon later in this message 10 years of sheer brilliance he says um Dragnet, Grotesque, Slates, Hex Induction, Our Room to Live, Perved by Language, Wonderful and Frightening, This Nation's Saving Grace, Ben Sinister, Curious Orange, and he says there's only two tracks that he doesn't like from all those albums, and that is Papal Visit and Sport Victorian Child, two of my favourites. He then goes on to say Fantastic Life, his next section would be Light User, Levitate, Marginal Suite, Unutterable, Are You a Missing Winner, and Country on the Click, Heads Roll, and, and Reformation. Uh, great albums but need a bit of pruning and maybe the CD uh, era gave them more time and that actually reduced quality. Criticism I've heard of a lot of bands when they suddenly had 70 minutes instead of 35, 40 to play around with. He then goes on to say, I feel like Alan Minter is his next level down where he puts Witch Trials, Friends Experiment, Extricates, Shift Work, Middle Class Revolt, Imperial Wax, Your Future, Our Clutter and Remit. He says they're, they've got some high points, but he doesn't reach for them. Then we're down to the good but not great where he puts Code Selfish, Infotainment Scan, Cerebral, Caustic and Erzatz, which I would somewhat agree with. And finally, he puts Sublingual Tablet and New Facts Emerge right down at the bottom. And Michael, I cannot in all good conscience, get on board with that. Those are two of my favourite LPs. But um, let's move on to Marshall Suite. we got Pip and Leon. Yeah, like a new beginning for the full a Weird Wake. They sounded contemporary again in a way they hadn't since probably extra cut, I reckon. They sounded like they were, didn't sound like old style or old production style at the time is quite snappy smith leaning with on new collaborators but ultimately i think it was a success he showed that he was able to get the vision of the fallout regardless of who he was working with really you know at the time it seemed like the marky smith vision was coming through shake off is uh, like top 10 full track for me um i love that tune i love touch sensitive what a great great disco track but there is there is filler there's a lot of experimentalism but it's great fun to listen to i would put it definitely above average or average or just above average what's what's below fantastic life again i keep forgetting passable passable, passable. go on passable all right Can I put them all on passable They're all, all, passable. Of them, all of the albums there we go phil what are you putting in a marshall suite so uh, I'm just looking at the the tier list that we've got there, and there's there's nothing in the bottom two yet. And I I think I mean for my money, I think Extra Care probably should be in the bottom two. And I wonder whether this one should be for me. I don't mind this album when it's on at all, and there's some great tunes on it. When I flick through the track listing on this, there's nothing that I'm going to go, oh yeah, put that on. Like when I, do you know what I mean? It's like there's it's nothing that really grabs me. But again, I enjoyed it when it came out, and I enjoy it when it's on. It's just not a go-to album for me. So it's that 
to me is like I probably should put it in the bottom two, really. One of those. Yeah, I'm 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 torn because these at Levitate and this were the first two I fully got on board with. And there was a lot of fall drama around this time as well. Um mm. and touch sensitive shake off this perfect day, young Nev. It's Nev Wilding on guitar, isn't it? And I like Nev Wilding's yeah, yeah. guitar playing. I weren't watching them in this period, so it's yeah. But these two are very much Julia Adamson's kind of kind of got a big say on it and I, I really do like it birthday sounds beautiful as well in 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 danger of us putting them all impassable i'm kind of agreeing with leon that enough enough four fans together nobody's we're never going to agree that any of them bad somebody somebody in the room will argue for all that for it being in fantastic life or higher um anyone else want to weigh in I'm, I'm happy to I'm happy to downgrade it on the, the basis of the argument put there. For just and and just to put something in the lower tier. It's, that can't be right, can it? I was just, I that's not fair. <laughs> I, I I really like this album. I think I think it's fun. Uh, yeah, there's some messy stuff and some scrappy stuff, but it I think it kind of works as a thing. And you know, we'd we'd had the implosion of the previous fall. This is a new fall doing new stuff in a different way. Yeah, you've got Julia continuing, big input. I, I think it I think it holds up as a thing, you know, and I, I, I would choose to listen to it as a thing too. I it's it's great fun. It's certainly no lower than passable. I would put it higher personally. I'm overriding and I'm going for passable. <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon it's better than um, Extricate, definitely. So I would say I feel like we've got two redundant tiers here because, for my money at least, unless we're including all the fucking, you know, the kind of interim albums, like if we're going to include them, then we might get some in the rest of Paste. <laughs> Inferno we says we haven't done Seminal yet. Seminal's not in. Didn't count, didn't make it. Not a seminal. Not real. Well, probably it's not redundant then. No, it's not an album. Read somewhere that I think the intention was to listen it like it's it is on vinyl, isn't it? Three sides on a double album. Yeah. And I think it's three segments, and you're supposed to listen as like classical movements, I suppose, where there's the little group of songs, little group of songs. And I, isn't it centered around the crying marshal or something? I read. Well, Danny, very loosely. Know, yeah, you probably know more than me, but from what I've read, I thought you were still talking about Seminal Live. All right, yeah. No, 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 no. Changing the <laughs> fence doesn't make the garden prettier. I just wanted to say briefly that we're in a cult here, obviously, and we're not going to get people tricked into the cult unless we have the odd one, maybe one in there is mad and bad and there is sad because they won't believe that they should all be in at least you know one or two till they get into the cult so you all know, right um, let's make this easy for ourselves shall we reformation post tlc danny and al where would you put that go on danny you go first well i i'm fond of this again it's another kind of post implosion album isn't it and so it, it really suffers from them not really having had enough time to get some songs together they were shoved in the studio really quickly just to get something on record and to document what that particular iteration of the fall were doing and and in those terms fine i think there is some great ideas in there there's some um, beginnings of some decent lyrics i think had they had a bit more time to shape the songs i think they might have been more interesting than they are but i think i think that's just a reflection of the speed in which it was made um it, yeah it's not one of my favorites this one We've, um, we've come to the same I, I, conclusion that it's not yeah. as bad as we first thought, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like thinking it's, it's a bit of a stinker. However, 
you've, you've got Das Boat Bottom there, which is that I love that one. That's great. Um, but yeah, you've also got systematic abuse, <laughs> the right stuff. Although I do like <laughs> the right, it too. Yeah. and coaching horses and yeah. I share an insult yeah, song, you, which is arguably the funniest fall song. There's a couple of spooky numbers in there as well, isn't there? And it, it, you know, there, there is. There's some decent stuff there, just trying to get out of the speed at which they were making it. Let's not forget that Barbato and um, McCordra, I mean, great musicians were on, weren't they? Reformation is a fantastic song, I think. I'm a bit biased because I actually slept in that room that they did Reformation in over the Salutation pub a few years ago when I was drunk. So, anyway, Reformation's a brilliant song in it, but I wouldn't go mad at it. It's not, it's not the best overall fall album. It's a bit one note i suppose I, I, I would say that's an understatement that it's not the best fall album but yeah danny which level are you putting it on oh i hate putting anything lower than passable passable <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wouldn't put it in renegade genius i hate putting anything lower than passable but if anything is lower than passable it's probably that but how low is the question? I can't give not... it pace. There's stuff there I, I, I do. I, uh, I listen just to the Reformation alone, you can't put it in the bottom. No, exactly. Exactly. Right. Mad and bad. Alistair, you okay with that? I'm okay with that. Yeah, all right. Um, let's go for a divisive one. Code Selfish. And we've got Ezra and Pip's backup. Ezra and Pip. Go on, Ezra. What have you got to say about this? This is more your bag than mine. Code Selfish? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's damn good. I would put this at fantastic life. Um I think the the thing that really kiboshes it a little bit along with a lot of the albums from this period is that it's got a mushy mushy production and I can't feel the bass in it and it feels like there should be a shit ton of bass in it because you've got real roaring tracks like free range, uh everything hurts. There's there's this thing with fall albums. I, I think they kind of fall into two categories. There's the completely unimpeachable albums, and then there's the albums where you've got about a side or so of really fucking excellent, excellent music, and then the rest of it is made up of stuff that goes from great to good to listenable to, like, I'm sure they're taking the piss. Code Selfish is around about there for me, but... As always, it's the tracks that I like which make it really good. Um, so yeah, I would say fantastic life. Pip. Yeah, so with, with like some of these other albums around this era, I can listen past the production, and if it's like if the songs I like, I can get into them. But the, when we've been doing this, the only one that's really grown on me from that album is Free Range. The rest, the rest of the stuff, I can sort of take or leave. Really, just and I, I think in the in the round, this is probably my least favorite fall album. I was uh, as a tongue-in-cheekedly put in the chat it's like reformation tlc do i quite enjoy some of the standing jokes in my house now based on some of the lyrics of systematic abuse so i uh i i i'm quite quite fond of the album now whereas i don't know called selfish it just doesn't grow on me and it's birmingham school of business school whilst it's a really funny song title it just annoys me as a song and there's there's a bit too much of that going on with this album for me where, where would you put it then phil Ah, it's right at the bottom for me. So to the bottom. So I guess that makes it possible, Ezra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, this is the the biggest run of songs that I don't like in any part of the catalogue. Basically, starting from Return, 
time enough for the last everything hurts immortality two fish just wait and so called dangerous but just, just waiting wait. is painful <laughs> yeah just I would painful. say after free range the entire rest of the album I, I can't get on board with but uh, that's just me my opinion so we've got fantastic life down to pace so we're looking at um, somewhere in the middle anyone want to jump in on code selfish defend or damn you can't go in the very bottom there's no such thing on the floor but yeah, yeah it's it's one of those that kind of run of three four albums mark's writing is is quite linear in i mean there's a few few songs on there that aren't like that but he, he's writing really simple straightforward lyrics that are less twisty than some of his other efforts and i think i think that it feels flatter mood wise because of that too we certainly can't put it down in the bottom. That's been established. And with such a glowing review from Ezra, it's going to have to go impossible. But it's, it's not possible. It's not. That's fair. <laughs> it's very poor. Yeah. So actually, maybe this is a good time for me to read the Facebook stuff. So I put it out on Facebook and there quite a lot of people jumped in and gave some really good opinions. And we had a good chat this week about uh, strongest and weakest and so of all, I collated all of the votes and Grotesque got the, the biggest number of likes and followed them by Perverted and Live at the Witch Trials, then Dragnet, Wonderful, Frightening, Curious Orange, and then down at the bottom, there was a consensus that Reformation, Erzatz GB, uh, Marshall Suite, and Code Selfish, and worryingly New Facts Emerge were the worst. I'm not sure if I agree with the internet on that, but the internet, at the end of the day, it's a person. We have to let, we have to respect it like all other people. Light user syndrome up next. We're going back to Steve and Spen. Steve, you want to go first? Okay, all right, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I've had this in the car. I've still got a CD. So old my car is these days. They're all moving on, aren't they, to online? Um, yeah. Powder keg, great song. I enjoy driving along to Cheetah Mill. Cheetah Mill, I absolutely adore Cheetah Mill. I, I met um, was it Mike Bennett, somewhere in Manchester, who, oh, was, yeah, yeah. who produced produced. And he does the he does the voice, doesn't he? And me and my lad just piss ourselves every time we get the achievement. We start going. Gee! The lyrics are hilarious on that. We met Mike Bennett, so I'm I'm very attached to this uh, this album for that track, if nothing else. He's singing with the Blockheads now, isn't he, Mike Bennett? He's the lead right. singer of the left for the Blockheads, but uh, interesting character. It was worth having a drink with him. You're not a very coherent. Where are you putting that? <sighs> I'd put it in passable because I can't put everything higher. Yeah, I Fair suppose enough. overall. Ben, what about you for light user syndrome? When this came out, I, I I didn't like it. I hated it, and I thought it was very poor album. And it, since then, obviously, and I think this is true of a lot of the fall albums, right? Because you get an album that's come out, say, five years ago, you get five years to listen to it. Some of the others, we've had 35 years to listen to them, and it makes a difference, it does. So the more I listened to it, the more I liked it, but I still don't really like all of it, and it, like a lot of fall albums for me, I love the fall, but it's it's hostile. I like that, you know, things like that. Great, Ollie, I know, and um, the Coliseum. Some of the more, more perhaps more unusual ones, but I have a love hate relationship with this one. I'm, I'm I'm reluctant to say it, but I'm going to have to put it in the middle right. because I'm tempted to lower it a bit, but it is passable. I'd, I'd agree with lowering it, Ben, because I do yeah. think the best thing about it is the LP sleeve, and that's mainly because <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne on there. <laughs> a young oh. Aussie, a transitioning like, Aussie Osborne. I like the fact that Julia and and Cy are like like tiny. And they like, made, him, made him crouch. Nobody's it is, happy. It no. is an odd <laughs> album, isn't it? Crazy, struggling, cobbled together album. 
Heaper, DIY, me, succession. I've got, a, I've got a different take on this, though, because yeah. I, I think, for me, it's everything that I want from the fall. It's them being experimental, and when they when they do it well, they hit it out of the park, and when they don't, it's like some kind of curious car crash that you can't <laughs> take your eyes off. I, I, I love all that, and I, I think there's some real standouts with it. I think, the uh, for me, it's probably Julia Adamson's sort of strongest album as well it's got some really great pro and secession man you know and what is what is secession man apart from secession yeah i'll go with that i think you know at its best it's amazing it's got a great opening track great closing track loads of filler there's a seems to be a theme of infidelity and being misunderstood throughout the album i think the state of my brain in 96 when it came out which which time i loved it i used to think i completely understood every track on this album so you know, got a deep relationship with it. And I think he Pep is one of the best vocal performances Smith ever ever did. Brilliant. You know, relentless. Still, yeah, I still think the fact that it went out is shows us that we are a very misguided group of people. It's I've been mean, trying to find a way to bring it back in since we voted it out, but uh, <laughs> I haven't cracked it yet. So Stu, uh, Invisible Stu's over there, he's made his own tier. That's uh, that's how much he loves this stuff. Oh right, uh, yeah. He's done the whole thing, and he's he's put light user in his second uh, tier that he's called good shit. Up in Renegade Genius, he's got perverted by language, hex, Ben, sinister, grotesque, room to live, dragnet, remit, and uh, country on the click. Wow, he scored really higher than we did. Really? Unbelievable. Yeah. But I mean, that's a good that's a good range there. We can't argue with the rest of them. Uh, good shit is second tier. He's got things like um, sublingual tablet and infotainment scan, imperial wax, um, wonderful and frightening. And then down impassable, he's been a bit more sensible than us. He's got um, friends, curious orange, levitate, martial suite, and your future are clutter. Gets interesting as he goes further down. He's got um, down in the fourth tier that he's called slates and slags. He's um, he's got are you a missing winner? extricate and code selfish and then finally down at the bottom in paste he has not held back he's got middle class revolt cerebral caustic reformation erzatz gb and shift work he says oh, I've lots of i know he says pervert by language is the most perfect fall document consistent in theme and tone while ben sinister is murky and atmospheric and the only lecky album that sounds consistently <laughs> good the um um Real new fall album. Last half is as good as the fall ever were. And um, I would never make a, a compilation for anyone without including the past. Mike Love protein kit, uh, protein protection or recovery kit. Um, and then finally, Remit, the standout album of later years with songs developed just the right point where they retain a ramshackle character. The best the last band ever did. Studio, we're doing so well. Um, but thanks for sharing. We respect you joining us on this journey. Let's uh, move on to Sublingual Tablet. And uh, we got Leon and Al. It's not my favourite of the last period. Before. I feel that it's not musically interesting enough. There's a lot of long, quite rocky type pieces, but they stand out a huge amount to me. Lyrically, there's some h hilarious stuff, though. The, Here's Brosnan in Bed, Wet and Peels. And I think the, my standout track for me on there is Younger Cloth and Smith talking about the images of the writing on the page or whatever it is he's going on about. And um, Pledge, Pledge Live was fantastic, actually. So I do like it. 
but I just don't think it stands out for me. Just below passable. I'm gonna I'm gonna be harsh on this one. Ooh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'd, I'd rate this uh, quite highly, really, like you know, for a later LP. Uh, and it, I think yeah. it is because the experimental crate rocky stuff. Yeah, because I do kind of like that. Um, yeah, I, I'd actually put this in the second tier. <laughs> I am actually I'm I'm with you on the songs I really love, which is dedication, younger cloth. I absolutely agree, amazing auto chip, and yeah, pledge a revelation. It's not an, a song I'd paid much attention to. Um, I don't think it justifies going quite high because it, there Brendan, is a bunch of stuff. Don't we have to play Van Morrison now? Somebody's uh, mentioned Fiberbuck troll. Why are you on <laughs> Facebook? Go on. Oh, Renegade Genius. Oh, I think you're being so harsh there, Matt, about this album. This, it, it's higher higher than that, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's straight are, are at we, top for me. I think it's brilliant. I think it's only like one track. I'm not so keen on. Are we going to rate all Van Morrison's albums after this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to... Oof, where am I going to put it? I'm going to put it... I'm Renegade going to put Genius. It, I'm, going to put it in, I'm going to put it in Fantastic Life. Gotta respect the room, but I feel a lot of love for this album. It's um it's going up in fantastic life. Next up, Max, if your voice can hold out, it's you and Danny, and we've got you talking about levitate. I believe the first time I came across Danny was you on um Steve's um radio show talking about the song Levitate. Yeah, I I love this album when it came out. I I think some of that was just to do with you know what, what I was doing with my life, it just suited me at the time. Uh, it, it, the four were obviously going through some difficult periods, so there was a, a sense of relief as well. <laughs> so um, I, I think you kind of felt here was the fall falling apart, but doing something remarkable in that time. A lot of bands, a lot of groups would not have been able to do that at all. And and just the kind of ag- uh, the kind of a really aggressive kind of I'm putting this out deal with it i just i just i love this album it's it's my favorite fallout not necessarily the best but objectively you know but subjectively for me i i couldn't live with it without this album i i love it to bits i can't explain why (laughs) subjectively it goes in renegade genius objectively you'd probably have to put it a tier lower but i i i no, Renegade Genius. Put it in Renegade Genius. We'll see. We'll see if it can Put be... Put it in Renegade watch. Genius. Do Max, it, Brendan. Max, what do you think about Levitate? Um, I think it's got a really unfortunate choice of first track for me because um, I, I was starting to kind of go off the falls like contemporary output um, before this album. And, then, you know, I thought Mark e. Smith just lost it and was just a washed-up old drum. And then when I heard like 10 Houses of Eve, which is like one of the worst washed-up old drunk songs he's ever done. I really, I, I was so I was viscerally furious. I wanted to take the CD out and smash it in half. Um, then a couple of years later, I kind of gave it the proper go. and ended up really liking it. I still hate that first song, though. But um, yeah, I, I think there's some absolute corkers on there. Doc Shanley's great. Old gang, as we talked about in the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. Better without Marky Smith, mate. But um, yeah, I, I think it stands up as a really, really great album. Masquerade is a great. Do you not masquerade? It's just, um... Got one about Spencer on there as well. How, how do you feel about that, Spen? <laughs> I, I like the positivity in the title. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens to the best of us. I do love this album, though. It's it's genius. It's just the right side of 
experimental and weird and fragile, just about to spin out of control. Love it. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm 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 fully on board with the Green Renegade Genius because Ten Hours of Eve, I think, is fantastic. Masquerade, I love. But for an half inch, it's just amazing. Yeah, that is like, put that on at number eleven. Oh yeah. Come and Perfect. stand at your door. I really, I really love. And um, there's a few missteps. I don't think that I'm a mummy cover as much as we. I love the song. It doesn't. It don't fit for me. Um, and we didn't need the Jap Kid instrumental version, but the album itself is very, very solid. It's going up there. It's a renegade genius. Anyone want to fight back against that? No, not at all. Beautiful. Right. Right. I'd, I'd take it down to tear myself, like, but me too. Uh, it's it's a brilliant mess. Yes, it is indeed. So let's look at another brilliant mess now. And this is uh, Ezra up against Steve. Uh, and we're going to look at Friends Experiment. Friends Experiment. All right. It, it, it's, for me, it's the most vexatious album. I've mentioned this probably too many times already. But if you take in what they were doing at the time, like this could have been the Falls White album or something because they had like uh, Hey Luciani. They could have stuck on here. Markle Sinkers, they could have stuck on here. Twister, Guest Informant, which criminally they have about 30 seconds of on the actual album. And for my money, that's like very possibly one of the greatest ever tracks. And then some of the stuff that does get on the album is stuff like The Steak Place and Get a Hotel. And then they're not songs that like make me want to throw my stereo out the window or anything. Like I can just, I can sit and listen to them, but they're, you know, they're, they're not the things that kind of like hold an album together. Like on the plus side, you've got athlete cured. The cure was in no pill, which is one of the greatest fucking (laughs) choruses of all time ever. Bremen knacked Oswald defense lawyer, which I find fucking hilarious. But yeah, there's there's something a little bit anemic about it, and it's out of balance with the powerhouse that they actually were at the time. Where's it so, going, Ezra? Fantastic life, of course. Of course, that's good to go. Steve, what, what's your thoughts on? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'd say probably my most problematic is possible sublingual tablet. I don't think I love it as much as I should, but I love all full albums. But um, yeah, I mean, athlete cured. It, where they borrowed, um, should we say, borrowed the bass line from uh, Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You by Spinal Tap. I mean, what a move of genius. Carry Bag Man makes me laugh, probably because I have a load of carry bags, a load of crap in them. And my wife, Friends Experiment, My Friends Don't Amount to One Hand. It's just a, it's a beautiful song. Victoria is a, a really good cover, I think. Even one of the kinks said that. Right, nice. Where, where are you putting it? Fantastic Life, you're going with Ezra? Fantastic Life, yeah, I do love right. I think like um, they'd been on a really strong sort of like run of form, and this was like a dip of form, like in the nineteen eighties. But it's still better than some of the stuff that they put out in the nineties. So yeah, if you're going to look around that time, yeah, when you had Friends Experiment, then Curious Orange and Seminal Live, it's it's the argument I think Ezra's making is the same one we've had before that there's enough good stuff around there to do a fantastic probably double album, and yet. The- this is not the wisest of it just, it just limps a bit, this album, doesn't yeah. it? It's got some great tunes on it, but I don't think it's as good as Light User Syndrome. Fair enough. All I, right. I know so. it with Reformation TLC, personally. It's another one, isn't it, where the relationship with the band was, was suffering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was diplomatically. Definitely. Yeah, I would have it nowhere. I would have it on Passable, I think, um, just simply because there's not enough standout tracks on it. I think 
Curious Orange is a bit better than Friends. Yeah, and it, it looks nice having Friends next to Light Users, mm. the only two other than that Reformation cover that uh, that has the band on, I think. Um, so, Al and Pip, you're going to be talking about something a little bit easy. I'm going to give you Dragnet. This is very easy for me. It goes straight to the top. It's, it's one of my favourite uh, Fall albums, even though it's it's got a couple of tracks on it that are that sort of poppy ice cream van kind of gear shift in the in the album i think as a as a whole it works really well and it's it demonstrates everything that they were about and it sets a very it's got its own atmosphere as an album that they don't really capture on anything else in the same way and it's also the first thing that i really got into with them in terms of the sort of supernatural northern subject matter and it, it was the kind of the first time that that idea of taking stuff and doing it in your own back garden you know it's like you can write a vampire story but write it in wigan the stuff of doctor who that i really like is like the stuff where he's stuck on earth and it's like it's happening in somebody's kitchen that he's fighting the cyberman and it, I, to me it's that it's the fact that it's got that whole atmospheric kitchen sink type stuff so straight to the top for me dead easy interesting area uh, given all of time and space he does end up in victorian britain or the blitz Quite a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> he or she. Psychic Dance Hall, Figure Walks, Before the Moon Falls, Mazereski's Daughter, Flat of Angle, Spectre vs. Rector. Come on, Alistair, where are you putting Yeah, it? well, we all know that, that uh, Chuck Stock is Phil's favourite fall song of all time. So, yeah, we'll, we'll stick it at the top. Yeah, easy, isn't it? I want to say a bit about this, because it, weirdly, despite the fact that most other than perhaps two songs, Chuck Stock or Your Heart Out, are not my favourite songs, but um, the rest of it, the songs are great. As an album, it must be something to do with the production. I find it hard to listen to as an album. and I, So it's not my favourite album for that reason, even though the contents are objectively brilliant. It, it, it's following Live of the Witch Trials, there's a notable increase in the density of the lyrics. There's, there's a lot more to the songs, if you like. There's more layers to them. Look at the Annotator 4. You can really get under some, where some of the is getting some of his inspiration from it, which is great from that point of view. And and I think it's one of the best album covers as well. The the image is borrowed from the opening credits to Roger Corman's Haunted Haunted Palace, um, which was on just on TV just shortly before the album was recorded. So there's there's loads of stuff to play with with this, and the density of it I really appreciate. It's just as an album, I I just can't listen to it for some reason. It's heavy, isn't it? I, it reminds yeah. me of when Bernard Sumner said that he doesn't really go back to Joy Division albums anymore. It's you can imagine why, because nothing, nothing sounds like it. It's got that density. It's like a unique album, a bit like White Light, White Heat, or On the Corner, or something. Nothing can really match it. The only thing I can think of is like some of the early Sunra albums in terms of his like muffled weirdness. Top tier. Yeah, I was just going to say about the about the cover. I was looking at it the other day. And if you look, you saw it split in half, black and white, obviously. If you look at the white half, it's got a little landscape. Yeah. It looks like a missing part from Live at the Witch Trials drawing. It's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the, 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 I mean? the, the black bit on the left is a tree, isn't it? It's kind, of, it's kind of how I always imagine it. It's a tree, and you're looking past the tree at the landscape. It's, yeah, it could be. I can see it work. Danny says it. I, I, I see that. It's why there's the spider's web across it, but the spider's web obviously is inspired by the film but yeah it's just a little little landscape bit in the bottom right hand corner i thought looked like a little extension of a landscape yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, well the left of which tries slightly left or center it's not it's nicely there 
wasn't it? Did you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice as a gatefold. So keep going. Should have a category of its own, Dragnet. It's a superlative album. Genius. Absolutely. Well, let's keep on with the big ones and let's go for uh, Country on the Click, which is is a lot of people's favourites. Ben and Leon, what do you reckon to a real new fall album, formerly Country on the Click? Brilliant album. Top five of the whole decade for me, I would say. Uh, Sparta... Sparta is their best pop song probably since I don't know Free Range. Um, every track's got something to offer, so to, for me it stands stands with their very best. You know, X Nations. Uh, you know, maybe extra controversially uh, gets the balance of electronic industriousness in sort of northern rock just right. Um, yeah, Marky Smith's obviously put effort into every lyric and every track, even on the B side of the album. So uh, that's that's uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, very top for me. Sounds good, Spen. Renegade genius. Yeah, it's it's good. This album is consistent, isn't it? I wouldn't put it quite at the top myself. I'd put it in Fantastic Life. There's some great tracks on it. Some good looks. That I Ralathat track. That's great. Contra Flow. Love that. Funnily enough, it arrived in the the reissue arrived today in the post. Right. It was released yeah. this week. It's good, but it's not quite at the top for me. So second tier, I think. I do like it, and it, and it's getting. I think the band there is finding its feet before it <laughs> before it explodes again. Right, it's Elena's first one, isn't it? And I think she makes a huge difference there. I would have to go Renegade Genius, and uh, I'll stop plugging myself because uh, it's not that I make any money out of uh, writing or stand up. I'm not that good, but well, but um, me and Steve Pringle were kindly asked to contribute to a review of it which is on the um so if anyone else have listened to that um steve pringle's review is a bit more measured than mine it's got to be said nice i am going to push it up to renegade genius because i do see i was somewhere between the two but i on any given day i might lean towards that might move it later leave it there for now and see what happens for me i always think of janet johnny and james such great wipeout lyrics there have we all heard the cover of i had until relatively recently pj harvey covering janet johnny and james yeah 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 I think Ding, right, is in her band. Yes. Um, when he's not in the Pixies, getting around, isn't he? Danny and Max, um, let's go to the other end of the scale, possibly, to Cerebral Caustic. Do, do you I, think it'd I'll... be useful for, for listeners if you just give a quick rundown of what's at the top and what's at the bottom, as a reminder? No, they should fucking write it down, Alistair. But, all right, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Renegade Junior, so far, wonderful and frightening. This Nation Saving Grace, Levitate, Dragnet, Country on the Click, and then down at the bottom, we've not put anything other than Reformation in the bottom two categories. Everything is at least passable. Danny, Max, Cerebral, Caustic. I'm going to leap in here and say th- this is one of my least favourite albums. I-, I didn't like it at the time, and it hasn't grown on me. Some of the, some of the songs were all right. Again, this might be as much to do with what was going on as is often the case in your own life, isn't it? It's just it didn't arrive at the right time for me, maybe. But look, looking at the track listening again just now, I, there's, I struggle with this. I just, I would put it, I wouldn't put it right at the bottom just because I can't, but it would be low for me. None of it is satisfactory for me. I'm just not satisfied with this album. Fair enough. Good. Max, Cerebral Caustic, or Cerebral Catsick, as someone described it this week. 
This isn't very interesting. I'm, I'm going to agree 100% with every single word that Danny just said. But just hasn't, hasn't grown on me at all. I would have said that before we got into the second round, but the ones that have made it through, the joke, life just bounces. I love the aphid. The aphid? Yeah, bonkers in Phoenix, pine leaves. But yeah, that that's not enough to save it. The joke's I'll give you that. Pine leaves has come back and uh, it's probably going to go, I'm calling it. Gonna go all the way. Pine leaves is a good song, I think. I, there's, the joke it rocks, you know, but there's not lyrically. There's not a huge amount to it. And even it's like the it there's a better version, I think. Yeah, the version was better as well. Yeah. All right. Well, let, let's let's rock on and let's go to new facts emerged. Ben and Ezra, new facts emerged. This has been a little bit divisive. What do you reckon, Ben? Put that at the top. Brilliant album. It's a genius album. I love all of it. As we get to number eleven, nine out of ten. I'm not so hot on that one. I admire its bloody-mindedness to put that on it, but the rest of it, fantastic. I love it. It reminds me of a modern-era kind of dragnet, and and it's like a last fuck it, I'm dying, have this. Love it. Brilliant album. I agree. I think it's a couple to us as Jobless Men 30. For someone to do that at that point in the career is just... Yeah that, that is, yeah, that is a standout. That I see. That yeah. is a classic. Uh, it's a splendid yeah, it's, album. It, it's yeah. completely off its turf. That genuinely odd epic Sabbath fucking mm. ventures diary of a madman kind of thing. With mm. uh, is that almost starts getting into skipping the bush kangaroo as well? Did he know he was dying when he did this? He knew he was ill. Well, you know, I, I think we ought we ought to say this. This is the post Eleanor one as well. Yeah. She'd gone and, and and she has criticised the the last iteration of the fall for. For, for not allowing enough space for, for Mark's vocals. But I think he was doing something different with his vocals at this point. And I think it, had he not wanted it, he would have just got rid of them, wouldn't he? So I understand what she says. I don't necessarily personally agree with it. We should just recognise that Eleanor's gone. And that does make a difference to the sound here. I, I would agree. I think this is this is a great swan song. It's great rollicking fun, isn't it? And mm. again, personal note, I suppose. I'm in Victoria's train station, Manchester, fairly regularly because the tram goes to the to old i just love being every time i go in i have to sing victoria train station massacre and it's been with the lads a few for a good chunk of time at that point and it feels like it's the first one where he lets them do what what they want yeah there's a sort of impact they're, they're sort of quite i don't know you can see the rocky you know rocky for want of a better phrase but crude phrase younger sort of sounding album for this period the ones i reach for are sublingual remit and your future are clutter i'm not a big fan of this album. I'm a, an enormous fan of Nine Out of Ten Zitrickman and Couples versus Jobless. But a lot of the other songs, like a lot of the more rocking songs, and Victoria Train Station is also good. A lot of the rocking songs, they just don't convince me. They don't rock me enough. So I would put it at um, Fantastic Life. I, I entirely agree with Ezra's view on that. Yeah, Nine Out of Ten is the one which is really evocative for me. Just in his subject matter, the lyric and the way he dips out at the end and they just carry on without him on the last album is, you know, just heartbreaking. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I'll put in Fantastic Life and then I think we can agree that it at least needs to be up there. So... Uh, as we're, we've been, we are going long, we've got about seven or eight left. What I'll do is I'll just pick one person, you get to throw it in there, and if nobody else argues, that's where it goes. So, Spen, Hex Induction Hour. Right, now you might find this contentious. I love the album, but I don't think it's at the top. It's fantastic life. Anybody? No, I agree with that. 
top two Taste. for me. Without a doubt. <laughs> that's, that's, that's within the, the, the top three, four LPs for me. Renegade genius for me. Unimpeachable. I'm not Renegade sure about genius. that. I think, I think I've probably had a long time to listen to it. And I think if we fast forward the same amount of time with a couple of the other albums, they'll have the same gravitas. That, that 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 has now heck split the audience at the time didn't it i'm going with fantastic life uh no bloody way it's not <laughs> it's that hex is not as good as witch trials and it's not as, it's it should be top tier yeah, that album is better than like ninety nine percent of pieces of vinyl that get put out. All right, well, I mean, you win. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best record. I ever. knew that'd be contentious because it's a part. I love it. Don't get me wrong, but for me, you can always trust <laughs> the drummers to drum a bit of friction. <laughs> it's, all I would say is that to listen front to back, it's not my favorite because maybe um it, it isn't as as wild and wacky as some of the others but you, i don't think you can contest this the songwriting quality too much al you got grotesque yeah, all right i'll stick that in top tier as well but, but you see it's like I'm, I'm very biased towards this shit like the like the early fall you know there's some fucking great tunes on there you know north will rise again pay your rate they were one of the finest bands on the fucking planet this era in in my opinion they were doing something that was quite original you know just going about things the wrong way that that's to be commended there's not many bands that, that did sound that kind of original and that originality just like it shines through on this and it was it was it the third lp yeah which yeah. dragnet net grotesque yeah. i think pay your race english skin new face now is probably the strongest opening of any album that go as far as that there's know. no missteps on it there's no right. there's no fat at all it's all muscle it's brilliant yeah pretty good yeah Alrighty, Steve, infotainment scan. We got lost in music. I'm going to Spain. It's a curse. Uh, lost in music. I use it in Church of the Fall. All of that. I think it's a brilliant cover. I've got. I've got a big thing for. I'm going to Spain. Maybe that's controversial. I don't know that cover. It's probably not as you know. Glam Rack is a great song, but it's probably a bit of a. Don't feel like particularly coherent album. Maybe. What are you because I can't for everything I hear up. Can I offer, offer a counter? Yes, please. Yeah, this is Renegade Genius. Uh, the only song I can't remember is Service. Service it's probably great. brilliant Service because great. all the other songs on here are fucking great. Apart from maybe the League of Bald Headed Men, but Paranoia Man in Cheap Shit Room, yeah. uh, Ladybird, Greengrass, Lost in Music, the best cover by a country mile. Glam yeah. Racket. I'm Glam going racket. to Spain. The second best cover by a country mile. It's a curse. Very, very wow. Fantastic. And that. Fantastic life. I'm happy to put it up for you. There we go. <laughs> All right. Leon, Room to Live. Room to Live. Oh, quite a controversial one. I don't necessarily see it as being a dipping quality after Hex, just a kind of like a stripped back mirror image of Hex, really. I love it. There's sort of real under the radar tunes like Detective Instinct in Hard Life in Country, uh, you know, sort of minimalist, haunting and all that folk horror kind of vibe to it. It sounds like a it sounds like a northern English record, doesn't it? With in the sort of in the hills. Um easy to see why people find it incomplete and unfinished. But I think that's Smith knew what he was doing, that's what he wanted, that's what he achieved. And paper visits fantastic. So I would put it right up there. Maybe not, not, um, that uh, would probably be a bit disingenuous to say as renegade genius, but I would definitely go fantastic life. It's like a really short album now. I feel like it's too short to be up in the top tier. 
So I, I took a couple of singles from around that time and stuck them on. I love your anti-rural stuff coming out hard life in the country, like on uh, Contraflow. I love that. Continuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a, a great, really wonky album, but, but I can imagine very divisive. And yes, Let's is only six songs, arguably. People visit is the difference between it being an album or an EP. <laughs> I would say if Trope Mass Replica is a is like a classic album of all time, then this must be above that because this is exactly the same kind of backstory to it as an album, and the end product is way better than Trope Mass Replica. I would say. So bloody hell, Phil. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus I've et my words about this album when Spen, you were on on one of our first early episodes, and I was like, grumble, grumble. I don't really like Room to Live. And I've totally had my words about it as an album. It's a it's a slab of genius. Yeah, it top t- top tier for me. This one as good as every, grotesque. Every song's gone Mar- through, I think, except for Pepper. What a tune as well. What great wow, single. Chef Kiss, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, Derek. Brilliant. This is one where the the group I think rate it low because of the circumstances in which it was made. And Steve Hanley's talked about that. But I think for for. Um, for fans, I think actually there's loads of really great stuff on it. The circumstances in which it were made don't reflect the quality of the the stuff we're hearing. No, and I think the only thing that persuaded me, I've I've stuck it up there in uh, Renegade Genius, and I will put the picture out so you know people can see it. On Max, you, you persuaded me to some degree that like six or seven songs isn't maybe quite enough, but um, I think I'm gonna go with it and put it up there in Renegade Genius. One of our newer patrons, Christopher Caitlin, has also sent his top 10. So he put Hex, Perverted by Language Grotesque, as his top three, followed closer by Infotainment, Shift Work, and This Nation's Saving Grace. Um, he hasn't given us a bottom three. He's, um, he's like us. We can't really put anything lower, uh, lower than halfway. Um, uh, Max, Perverted by Language. Ooh, lucky me. Um... Yeah, it's, um, I don't know where to start. I, it, for a start, it's, it's got what is probably my absolute all-time favourite full song in the neighbourhood of Infinity. You could listen to the song, Strip Down, Weird Bricks Starting to Come In, the Hotel Blowdown, one of their absolute best albums, I would say. Definitely genius. Yeah, I don't think there's a bad song on there. I mean, I know people not particularly like Hotel Blowdown, but I think Smile, I Feel Vox, is actually definitive. Garden, eat yourself fitter. It's just wall to wall beauty. Anybody want to chip in on perverted by language? I agree with that. I, th- I think it's it is absolutely brilliant. There's nothing bad on it. The the kind of the cliche about full titles is how knotty and long they are, and people doing parodies of full titles always do really long knotty full titles, which I hate like that because you've got garden and smile on here, which are one word, and and, and yeah, it just makes me very angry. That kind of stuff. Brilliant album. Yeah. Excellent definitive strife nut doesn't do them any favors, though, to be honest. Swift's probably got some like that as well. Yeah. It's kind of like a cross between grotesque and room to room to live. I, mean, I love it. For me, I, I always felt like, and and I do really like room to live. Uh, I think Phil's overegging the pudding a bit by saying it's better than Trout Mask Replica, which it obviously isn't. Not much is better than Trout Mask Replica. But I, I always felt like um, room to live was a bit of a MacGuffin. And then perverted by language was the kind of the really nice kind of response or furtheration or continuation of um, what they were doing with Hex Induction Hour because Hex Induction Hour was such a, to my ears, like a revolutionary kind of album. With perverted by language, they kind of, you know, they 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 um, progress on the bones of what they were doing in Hex Induction Hour. 
in a really nice and a really interesting way. And it's kind of, it, it's pretty much the end of that era because then you've got the uh, wonderful and frightening worlds of the falls and we've got the new era of bricks and whatnot and getting into your surf rock and your psychedelia, but a different kind of psychedelia, a slightly more colourful one. I think it's a peerless album. I've grown to really, 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 really love it. Indeed. I think it's perfect for full heads. You don't see it canonized like Nations in Hex, you know, and I don't think it was very well rated at the time. I think Enemy gave it 5 out of 10 when it was originally reviewed, found it too dirty and bland, but, you know, it offers the most sort of, if you commit to it, it offers a lot of rewards in terms of what it gives back to you as a, you know, long lasting album that you listen to for years and years and get get something out of it. I think uh, Carl Young. I'll be well into it. Ben Sinister, if you can remember it. What's which one's that? Don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a great album. It's a really nice experience to you know in terms of pulling it on. And there's loads of tunes that you go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah this is great. It, as we've said a few times on the on the pod, <laughs> it, it is a little bit sort of I don't know, like you, you it's it doesn't get its fingernails under your skin in the same way as the other albums do. I, I guess I'm going to throw this impassable because I do like it when it's on, but I just, I can't really remember it when it's not on. <laughs> Personally, I'd sort of put this top tier because I've, I've been listening to it for decades and I'm quite familiar with it. It's just you lot who sort of like have a bit of a sort of a, a memory. Hum rod. Well. Go on, hum rod. How does it go? Dum, 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 <laughs> dum. Oh no, that's mansion. It's like a Beach Boys rhythm, isn't it? I rest my case. Mr. Pharmacist, great cover, probably the best one, if you ask me. I'll tell you where it says US 80s, 90s, Bournemouth oh, Runner, Riddler, come on. I'm going to override, overrule you a little bit, <laughs> put it up in Fantastic Life, unless uh, anybody thinks differently. I'd put it, I agree with Alistair, I'd put it at the top. It, it, it's one of my absolute favourites. I love its brooding claustrophobia on 90% of the album. I'd put it at the top just for shoulder pads. <laughs> I know you're a big <laughs> fan of that one. Um, Danny, <laughs> Imperial Wax Solvent. Yeah. I really like this one. Yeah, there's some great stuff on there. I think probably I'd put it in, um, whoa, now then. Uh, uh, mm, um, uh, it just slightly perhaps tips into passable just because I think the songs don't stand out individually as much as they might do on some of the others. It, it's less ramshackle than, than some of my favourites, I think. It's strong, I think. Tori is on there as a kind of midpoint that's a bit weird and, and for that final iteration of the group, it's one of, their, one of their better ones, I think. But yeah, it just doesn't quite have the, I don't know, the feel that I'm looking for in, in my real favourites, I would say. I'm with you. I think it's hit and miss. Even stuff yeah. like both Kiddle Man and 50 Year Old Man that people will often cite as a as a later classic doesn't really do it for me. It's, it's meaty, it's pubby, and not in a way that, that I'm a big fan of. You've got some classics on there, like Alton Towers and Exploding Chimney. Yeah, mm. Alton Towers is good. This is where I came into the falls as late as 2008. I can't believe it. Stood next to Mark Riley at Boddington's Brewery Hall when it was a live venue for the knocked it down. Not knowing he was Mark Riley, didn't know he'd been in the fall, didn't know much about the fall. It's some great run. This is jazzy and all sorts. It's great. Yeah, I'm a bit biased, but it's got to be at least second tier for me. This. Yeah, I think it starts off all the time. it's going to be really weird. And then they'll, it gets very hobby for quite a big chunk. But um, they did that in the basement, the Nigel Godridge show, and that's one yeah. of the best. Dear old man, the fantastic run. For me, I love the run of Tolrig, Can Can Summer, and Tommy Shooter. I love Can Can Summer. Groovy track. 
with Smith demanding that you don't move. Is it, I think it's like a bit of a knockout, like LCD sound system in Talking all Heads. Right. I don't know if I've got that right. That's how, that's how I hear it, hear it with all that sort of shaking about on stage as the four doing a really groovy dance track and Marky Smith saying, don't move around like an idiot. <laughs> Speaking of Mark Riley, he, he popped up on Twitter this week and he followed us before podcast, yeah. uh, which is nice. Uh, and I uh, instantly messaged him and said, "Come on the show." And he was very nice, and he said, "I'm, I'm very busy," and he doesn't want to hear the sound of his own voice anymore, which is entirely understandable. But if we could get him on one day, that would be that'd be quite nice. Yeah. It? See if I can persuade him. Or, yeah, or it, it, it'd be great if we can get him on and just talk about Frank's side. But first, that's GB. The um, contrarian in you is obviously going to say some things that you will later regret but what that's funny i i i knew you were gonna pick me for this and it, it was one of the one fall albums where i was like yeah right you know because because my wife is actually a big fall fan and a lot of the fall albums i've got are on her computer but this is not one of them and it was one of those ones which i wanted to listen to because i was like is this as bad as i think it might be and I couldn't, I couldn't find it. I couldn't get around to listening to it. I've got a tiny creature screaming in my ear all the time. So, yeah, maybe actually I will put this into the fourth rank. I, oh, I don't know. It's got Nate will not return though, and that's that's just brilliant, isn't it? Page of Chang on it, and Monocard is also good. <laughs> and Cosmo Seven is fantastic. It's not, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not fantastic. You're wrong there. Greenway is fantastic. All right, sorry. Well, I, like I said, I couldn't. Listen to it. <laughs> I remember uh, thinking it was fantastic, but at one point, good Age of Chang is. Yeah, can we have can we have a bit of a listen to Age of Chang just no, to put Age of Chang on for a bit, bro? Peter, why are you loading up Age of Chang there, Phil? Um, it, Rob, like I said, he's moved back to Canada, and uh, hopefully he can still join us. But he said. He was never a fall fan, and it's through this podcast that he's he's become a fall fan. He said the fall is like pizza, no matter how bad it is. It's still pretty good. He mm -hmm. said, the best of the fall for me is Ben Sinister, Grotesque, Middle Class Revolt, but actually this nation's saving grist is the best. Whereas Reformation, Code Selfish and Your Future Aclutter don't quite stick with him yet. Thanks to all your fall folks for helping me get into the band and doing the Lord's work. Respect mm -hmm. you, Robert. Hope to see you soon. Amen. All right. That's enough. That's 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 fancy. Good boy. All right, I'll kick you off. I've I've revoked your privilege. Yeah, I reckon it must be renegade genius, then, isn't it? I mean, that, that's 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 some proper deconstruction. There. I was just going to say, I hate this album. I just don't like it at all. I some of the some of the, there's some good ideas and some of the songs there and i i do quite like greenway actually and a couple of the others but it, for me it felt I, maybe it's to do with the production as much as anything I, I just found it flat and forgettable when it came out i think it's probably the only one i really really feel that way about i just never got on with it i've probably spent more time trying to find out where all the clippings on the cover come from than i have actually listening to it was it your blog the other week that where you tracked down essentially all 90 percent i've got yeah so for example top right you've got that figure shutter shouting that's off the cover of a 1950s american magazine called mail 
and the, in the bottom left, that's a, a postcard from a, a, somewhere in Australia, I think. Yeah. So I, 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 I just, I, I kind of, instead of listening to it, I've spent all my time trying to find out where the <laughs> clippings come from. So successfully, yeah. in most cases. That's awesome. It's bonkers. <laughs> well, awesome's a word you could use, but. Emotionally bonkers. Yeah, this just has another one of those runs of songs. It's punctuated by a couple, but Cosmos 7 taking off, Mass Search, Happy Song, Monocard, Laptop Dog. I've seen them come, Age of Chang. It's just like they just run over me every time. All right, last one. Pip, I'm coming to you, the unutterable. Well, funny enough, I was re-listening to this one last night. It's I, I really love this album. It's a great collection of songs and performances. I love the, the sort of mixture of production on it. It doesn't suffer... Uh, the same for the same kind of pub rock kind of stuff as some of the other sort of contemporary albums at the same time. He's he's like dipping back into some of that supernatural Lovecraft stuff as well, isn't he? And the the reference to Emma James with like hot runes and things. It's like he's he's play he's pulling on all the the tropes that I really like for his lyrics. So I've I've got a big soft spot for this, and I just think the band uh, are are playing really well together. They're all complementing each other in what they do. So I'd be tempted to pop it. To Top tier for Das Caterer alone, to be to be totally honest with you. Come on, pumpkin soup. <laughs> Obviously, second. <laughs> I am not going to allow it to go top tier, but I am going to put it on. Ah, it's top tier. Come on, top tier. Top tier. Brendan, it is top tier though, isn't it? I would mark it for hands up, Billy. I mean, hands up, Billy isn't great, surely. If you're going to put one album to send to the moon, leave on the moon for aliens, or one song. You gotta put Doctor Book's letter in. Indeed, that I know that. I think the Unutterables kind of like Dragnet. It's um done an electronic music album, but with like a really murky, dirty production, which works like really, really well. It suits it really well. Yeah, and I I think it's top tier, definitely. All right, I've been persuaded. Top tier. I think if that's going to be top tier, you've got to put uh, Ben Sinister top tier. No <laughs> way. Vito. Breaking out in this pub rock bar here. I'll throw any more cheek from you and it's going in paste. <laughs> it's, got big, it's got a really deep B-side unutterable as well, whereas a lot of the full albums, they might throw away some filler on the B-side. It gets really experimental, the B-side. Every track has got something of interest to it. It's yeah. like really tactile electronics and, you know, good lyrics and stuff, even though they're all weird and wonderful. I agree. Dave Lutz, I listened to today. Dave Lutz, serum, brilliant. Uh, remarkably rounds it out. We, we did it. Hooray! Really? Genius. We got Wonderful and Frightening, This Nation's Saving Grace, Levitate, Dragnet, Country on the Click, Hex. I know, I know it's not really called Country, but that's what I'm going to call it. Hex Induction Hour, Grotesque, Room to Live, Pervertible Language and the Unutterable, Solid. Fantastic Life, Second Tier is Heads Roll, Remit, Your Future Are Clutter. Curious Orange, Witch Trial, Sublingal Tabot, New Facts Emerged, Infotainment Scan, and Ben Sinister, that's set as well. Passable, Shift Work, uh, Middle Class Revolt, Are You Are Missing Winner, Extricate, Marshall Sweet, Code Selfish. Light user syndrome, friends experiment, uh, imperial wax solvent, and down in the fourth tier we have reformation, cerebral caustic, and ersatz GV. Nothing pace. Um, I think we've done a good job, though, lads, patting ourselves on the back. Yeah. Ben had to yeah. go about I'll, an hour ago, but um, I'm yeah. sure it's here in spirit. I personally would say that passable tier. Loads of other bands have struggled to get in that passable tier on this. Oh yeah, indeed. Any final uh, words from the? Uh, from the gallery you must be it's been emotional well i appreciate you giving us your time and uh i hope we all enjoyed 
That's right. Much appreciated, everyone. And um, just we... hoping Spain can join us next week for episode <laughs> 100. <laughs> <laughs> that took a while to register. Yeah. This was just a run through. We'll do the real one next week. Practice on this. Is this the dummy run? No, much appreciated, Spain, Max, Leon, Danny, Ben, Steve, and um, and all people who've joined us and, and the regular crew. And everyone, thanks very much for dropping by and uh, take care. Hopefully we'll see you soon. Pip, can you yeah. can you play us that uh, objective best of the fall to play us out? Oh, see you later. Max, Bye. You wouldn't want it any other way, would you? <laughs>